<laughs> Hi guys. Then again, then again, that's not how it actually works, is it? No, it's not. No. Uh, oh my God! Hello. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? I almost didn't see you standing there. No, it, it's fine. I, I I sneaked in, snuck in, slinked in. Oh. Okay. That should be a social network for creeps. Sleeking. Slinked oh, in. Sl- slinked in. Yeah, you just sidle up to people like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, Jesus. Are you hiring? <laughs> anyway, I'll work on that on my own time. Sorry, guys. Hi. 101 part one. Yeah. Wow. 101 part one. Episode 101, you guys. We've got so much happening. So much is happening. We're, you called our bluff. We're, we're making more episodes of the podcast. We caved. I'm here by accident. I just opened my computer and they were going to start. So I just said, I might as well join in. So here we are. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. We have a special surprise coming up, right? A musical guest. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about it real quick because we're going to play at the very end of the episode. Right? Well, I I don't know. I don't know. Are we like? Is it better to say at the end, or just allude to some fur? You know, unspecific time later in the episode. People are like, "Well, is it at the end? Do I have to?" Oh, good point. Yeah, we're gonna play a song for you sometime Sometime. in this episode. It could be now. Whoop! Did it happen? I don't know. (laughs) Please don't don't know. We're gonna put it post. Please don't (laughs) scroll forward. Mm -hmm. Just, just listen to us, please. Yeah, please. But I want, I want to give a shout out to this guy. He sent us a song. He said, guys, I wrote this song. Hope you like it. And his name is Brian he- Keelan, right? Mm-hmm. Killen? Is it Killen? I don't know. Do yeah. we have him on the line? Killen. Brian, how do you pronounce that last name? Oh, no, he's not. He hung up. Damn. <laughs> Take two. His name is Brian Keelan. Ke- fucking dick. <laughs> Kill? Killing. It's killing. It's K-I-L-L-E-E. I'm glad you're not a substitute teacher. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a teacher. <laughs> Brian Keeling. Okay. There it is. And um, no, that's not it. That's not it. Just just give the Instagram and people will figure it out for themselves. You follow this guy. Go by his page. Um, and um, please give him either a follow or just go underneath one of his songs and say, Hummy sent you. Um, and you say, I'm here for the shit. I stayed for the cum. <laughs> <laughs> and is that his Instagram handle is uh, at Brian, B-R-I-A-N underscore songs, S-O-N-G-S. This guy is super talented. He sent us a song based on our podcast and our videos. So if you know our videos and our podcast, which you're listening to now, um, there's a lot of like every single line is from something we said and it's it's yeah. fantastic and he's a super talented dude so please go and uh support him if you can yeah the song is not on his page but i'm talking with him now and we're gonna try and figure out how to get it out so yeah yeah look out for that okay yeah sorry i was just thinking about the song and the music and it uh almost made me tear up a little bit like somebody spent that much time listening yeah. to our shit yeah and come so good yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it, you could um I mean just just the music alone is super catchy. So I mm-hmm. listened to it I I listened to it a couple times and obviously the the lyrics and the lines are amazing, but 
just the song was catchy by itself that I was grooving to, you know? Did did I did did you guys is he do we know is he Scottish? Is he Irish? Irish. Irish. Mm-hmm. I thought I picked up a little bit of the brogue in there. Mm. Very cool. Super happy that uh, he sent that to us and uh, Thank was you, Brian. blown away. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Brian. Now, um, we have another gift from listeners, a listener. Oh. Mm-hmm. This gift comes in the form of this week's word. Oh, okay. A gift from somebody sent this to me on Discord, username Hutch. All right, Hutch. Kind of like a little cabinet like a little i mean i guess there's it's probably just like a name in this case i don't think it's actually like a sentient piece of furniture right yeah. this oh, word okay this week's word is and i had it pulled up and i'm going to cut this out so i don't look like a complete dickless <laughs> moron <laughs> thank you for taking out all my times of trying to say brian's last name so uh, you fucking wish so if there's too much space in between our talkings on the podcast, someone must be thinking, my God, they're dickless. <laughs> that's my good. That's my assumption all the time, yeah. What happened to their dicks? <laughs> this one, our word this week, brought to us by Hutch, climacophilia. God. And now I didn't what? say Copacabana. Yeah. I didn't say Kodachrome. It's someone who gets off on colder climates. In the right balls park. <laughs> that's my guess. Okay. All right. In the right balls park. That's, that's great. Uh, all right. Climacophilia, you said? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, basically, if, if someone who's into that was in Jamaica, they can't even get it up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Too hot there. Too hot. Climacophilia is when you're rock climbing with a buddy and you say, God damn, isn't this great? <laughs> but you like really mean it when you say it in that instance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're co-climbing and you just love it so damn much. You, you look back at your buddy who's on belay and you're like, isn't this just great? <laughs> Take a moment, yeah. Wait, what is this word used? Does the does the other does the other the other guy? Yeah, in this situation, who's the climacophiliac? I guess. No, it's like later when you're telling the story. You're like, like, what happens? Yeah, yeah, you're just like. Dude, we we had a moment of climacophilia back there, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get yeah, it. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that. Great uh, guess. Wonderful guesses. Mm-hmm. Both uh, extremely in the right direction. Whoa. They okay. Are. Okay. The definition for climacophilia is a rare sexual paraphilia or fetish in which the subject experiences erotic gratification when falling downstairs <laughs> wow we were close oh how dude first of all number one that sucks to be into that <laughs> i don't know stairs are everywhere <laughs> yeah but falling downstairs Good point. So basically oh dude i got a new idea for our for our 
documentary or mockumentary the with the one thing, thing. he of. falls downstairs he lands on his back and at the end boner and then it cuts <laughs> <laughs> and the right. of course it's a movie so we have to tell people right. when the end of it is so the fin like sign is attached to the boner yeah perfect oh, fin, yeah yeah <laughs> does so this is um you're you're experiencing this um what was it you're getting you're you're getting your jollies off on the act of falling or the idea of falling or you have to like fall downstairs and that's got to be a shitty way to like find out that you're into that too you fall yeah. downstairs and you're like wait a minute yeah does what it a- differ or are you like i'm i'm into spiral stairs because i just keep fucking going <laughs> right would would like a hill falling down a hill do anything for you or an escalator Ooh, right oh an escalator holy hell that's that's great the ultimate i got a escalators and like escalators terrify the shit out of me like the more and more i think about it Mm -hmm. they're just so hard and so metal it's just metal it's just like a machine built to chew up meat have you seen i mean i haven't seen the shit but yeah when people are fucking yeah it's fucking gruesome don't it's un unbelievable Everybody stay away from it. And this isn't a joke. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't fuck around on escalators. All right. By the way, since we've kind of reopened and been going back out and stuff, my favorite, my daughter's favorite place to play is the escalator. (laughs) (laughs) No. It is fun. It is fun. But for all you climacophiliacs out there, just know that there's there's lighthouses out there. You know, find a good lighthouse. Maybe take a trip to one of those. You might like it. Maybe take a trip down to one of those. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, Climacophilia is one of my new favorites uh, just because of the specificity of the fetish. Mm-hmm. And they're, I guess, all valid. You know, who am I to say that no, that doesn't get somebody rock hard or sopping wet? I don't know. Yeah. But probably m- both at the same time. Probably just. Oof, okay, I get it. Um, but do you guys remember when we were, when our word was the fear of? Uh, shit, I'm gonna have to cut this out so I can. I, I can. Uh, it's what is the, what is the word for something that's the same backwards it is forward? Oh, dude, you're you're asking the wrong guy. Oh yeah, the, the yes. Um, I'm talking about not anagram. Mammogram. Nope. All right. Amanonopia. Anagram. Race car. Race car. Yeah, let me hold on. Yeah. All right. It's a shame that I, like, I loved that we started doing this because I legit wanted to learn more, and I haven't remembered fucking one. But climacophilia, that's going to be the one. Yeah, that's aroused by falling downstairs. Do you think when someone is looking at a house, there's, like, only, like, two steps up, or like a two step down to their basement. They're like, what the fuck am I supposed to get off to this shit? Yeah. Someone trying to, uh, oh, palindrome. Palindrome. Thank you. Palindrome. Sean. Thanks, Sean. Uh, All right, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some guy's going house shopping with his wife and he's hiding that fetish. And ah, this one's only one story. Oh, but we're, I don't know. Isn't two stories kind of an inconvenience? No, no, it's, to have the extra floor in case, in case what? There's only two of us. Yeah, but 
you know, but you know, when you leave on a weekend, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he walks in and sees a sunken living room and there's that one stair down. He's like, oh, what do we have? A split level, you say? Oh. Uh, so anyways, I was streaming this past Friday and a somebody brought it up in chat. It sounds like they're a professor in college. We talked about the, the, the palindrome phobia. Somebody, a student of his or of theirs, came up and said, I have to leave because I have palindrome phobia. Why? Because if he said it like two more times, a fucking, he'd be hit by a race car? Yeah. It's the same, same rules as uh, Candyman. Right. You're saying a guy had to leave because he told the professor that that fear that he has that fear yeah and i I believe they were like doing something with palindrome so it was like a palindrome heavy lesson wow and so it's like i can't be around for this too much fear so i wonder okay so you know there's there's some psychologists out there that do this thing like for example if you have the fear of spiders arachnophobia they do something called progressive desensitization i think it's called right so they'll help their patient get over the fear by going across the room and opening up a book that has a picture of a spider on it and laying it there okay let's sit here until you get comfortable with a picture of a spider you know and then gradually over time they introduce something more a little more they cover them in real spiders yeah until yeah yeah so, now are you scared? So how would you use that to get, you know, have your patient there and be like, race. <laughs> and, 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 and wait a few minutes and then say car. car. Or have half the word mm-hmm. in a picture yeah. and then <laughs> blank, blank, blank. But they already know. They already know the other half because all it is is flipped around. Oh. So you can't do that either. So how would you help someone then just... Talk words that aren't palindromes. Right. You just could be. You just have a word that's like M O N and then space, space, space. And then you're like, and then you look at the words, it's like, just as monkey. Just as monkey. It's not a big deal, right? It's just words. It's just letters. Then you go, okay, all right. And then you go, raise, and then blank, blank, blank. And you go, car, letters, just letters. <laughs> I, I, you know, I know we make fun of it, but on a real note, what a what a fucking inconvenient fear. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, but I mean, just like just an addition to all the shit that everyone else normally has. Like, I am also scared of heights, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of worried about my job, and uh, I don't know how I'm gonna fix my car, that sort of thing. And then you gotta like, and by the way, these fucking words. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then like everybody, everybody gets and accepts fear of spiders, fear of heights, fear of yeah. all that stuff. Like you, you only sound like a liar if you say I am deathly afraid of words that are the same forward as they are backwards. <laughs> right. Well, that's funny you say that because when you just said that story about the guy's a professor and a student came up to me, that sounds like something I would do in college to get out of class. Absolutely. Where I'm just like, oh, this is my fear. This is my ticket out of here. And I go, I just can't. This is, you're gonna, I, I'm going to need the day off. And, and it's, it's great. 
if this if this person doesn't have that fear, I, you know, I hope that they're not abusing the 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 the, the professor's empathy. But like, yeah, who's going to call you on that? Like, nobody's going to. No. Like, yeah, so you, you have to get a doctor's note. Go to right. your and be like, yeah. By the way, could you write this shit down? No one's going to believe me. <laughs> yeah, you make like a little uh, stainless steel bracelet for me that says "Afraid of yeah. Mom" and "Wow." That's right. Yeah, you gotta have a yeah have a dog near you, just in case. So that happened. I thought it was very odd. I, the the odds that I think it was the most shocking thing about it was the odds of somebody that listens to us mm. heard that word through us and then went out and experienced that in and met somebody with that in the real world is crazy. Yeah. Yes. I would think that there are more astronauts. There are people that are afraid of palindromes. Yes. Yeah. I, that seems reasonable. And I think it was Hazel. I think it was Hazel that came in and told us about that on stream. So thank you, Hazel. Okay. And, and what's that fear called again? Ibophobia. And that's, uh, I only know that right now because shenanigans, uh, new father shenanigans. Yeah, congrats, dude. Put that in there for us because I can't right. remember anything. Now that we're done with our formalities. So real quick, before we jump into voicemails. Uh-huh. I want to say I was I was at this um, I was doing a gig a week ago yesterday. It was uh, I was hosting it. It was for the North Carolina's funniest. And it was they were deciding this year's I had won it previously. No, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So so when you win it, you don't do it. You don't have to do it again. That's which is nice. That's like the best part of winning is you just don't have to deal with the competition again. So um, I was hosting it. We're waiting, you know, you start to get the feeling that, you know, shit's popping off with this variant thing. And so, like, I was talking to a couple of uh, friends. I won't say any names, but, um, and I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be my last show for a while. I even, while I was at that show, I actually reached out to people and canceled other shows. Then I'm like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on. I got kids. It's not really worth it for me. Because uh, of so, Delta variant. Yeah, because of the Delta variant. So, um, so I'm canceling shows as I'm, you know, while this show is going on and I talked to a couple of other guys and they're like, yeah, I think this is going to be my last show for a while too. And just kind of see what happens. So I already kind of swore off shows until the start of October. And of course, if they, it pops off, then I'll, I'll adjust as it's going on anyway. So two days after the show, I get hit up by one of the comics and he says, Hey man, just to let you know, uh, I tested positive for COVID. Now, he had been doing shows in these other places, uh, Texas being one of them, and, you know, uh, in the crowd, like, sitting, you know, three feet away from him, people were like, yeah, we, we don't do the vaccines here, this, something like that, like, just like, it, it, he was in a cesspool, right, of just like, this is, yeah, I probably got it, so, like, he, he even knew that, he was like, man, this feels bad, it's, it's almost like sleeping with the being at an orgy and everyone goes condoms and you're like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> so, so I go, okay, cool. Thanks for, thanks for letting me know. And I, I, uh, wait one more day. Cause you got it. It's like a three to five day window for it to be active or whatever. And I go get tested and I, another comic on that show, he goes, Hey, I, I just found out I had COVID and I'm hosting the show. So I'm walking by every single comic, you know, bumping fist breathing in as they're breathing out right beside him on the stage you know what i mean like as we're trading off and so another guy got covid from there 
and I went and got a test and it's come back to negative. And I go, great, cool. I don't, I don't feel a thing. It's been a week and a day. I still don't feel a thing. Nothing happened. Um, and then, so then that other comic was like, I first tested negative and then I tested positive. And then, so me and Dana are like, fuck, maybe I should go get retested make sure it's, so I get tested Friday. Uh, no, sorry, I get tested uh, yesterday, which is Sunday, so it's been a week. And I see this doctor, he's young, so, you know, he's, and he's like, yeah, we took gave, we only have the rapid test, we don't have the PCR test, which is the more accurate one. He goes, but I would take a PCR test. The rapid one is just, you know, if it comes back ne- negative, you could still have it. I'm like, so why do you have that then? Yeah. Then why have it? If it's If it's not good, don't do it. But it was the only, I waited for an hour and a half to get tested in a building. I didn't do like a drive through like the other one. So I'm in a building with other people who think they might have COVID. So I'm like, all right, if I don't get COVID from that first initial <laughs> one, I definitely have it now. <laughs> so okay. just the stress and everything. And so I go today and, and Dana was like, I don't, I would really like you get the test. Cause this, this other doctor was like, you should probably get tested. So I go today early this morning to go get a PCR test. I drive up. It's a drive through. They go, I explain the whole situation. I just said to you guys and they go, Oh, you took the PCR test and it was negative. She goes, well, it's been a week. So it, then you don't have it. And I go, so I don't need to take another test. She goes, no, it's been a week. You have no symptoms. And the PCR test is actually just as accurate as the other one. I go, you guys are fucking four blocks away from each other. And you're telling me different shit. And so I know Dana's freaking out. Like, you know, she wants to know. And it's, we've been keeping the kids home. We haven't gone anywhere. And so I call her and I go, because, you know, I, the, the doctor was like, do you want to take another test anyway? And I don't want to be a guy who takes the test. Doesn't need to. I was like, you're telling me. Like I even said your test. So you're telling me. <laughs> Doc, I don't need to take this test. It's negative. She goes, that's right. And I go, I need to call my wife. Because I can't make my own decisions. I, <laughs> I said, do you, I said, do you want me to take this test? She goes, no, you don't need to take it. So I drive back and I go, all this stress and worry and all this stuff. But there's like, it's so crazy because two doctors have the exact opposite things they're saying. And they're, we're in the same city, not only the same city, like four miles apart from each other. And we all still don't have a general consensus on how this thing works. I thought when you said the two doctors line, I thought that was like a setup for a joke. Oh, yeah. Two doctors. <laughs> so two doctors and a nun walk into a bar. Oh, yeah. You need a third opinion somehow, a fourth and a fifth. But honestly, because of these, all these tests, and not just COVID tests, but a lot of them, all of them have false positives and false negatives. So really, yeah. you're testing to think, to say, eh, maybe. <laughs> You know, yeah, exactly. After the test is done, the result is, yeah, you probably do or you probably don't. Right. Yeah. This this says this now. <laughs> that's a that's a great point. Because it's like, how do you? We just found out what this is. How do you know? How do you detect it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I like what my the nurse I talked to the other week said. Should I go get tested? She's like, don't don't even worry about it. <laughs> just just. Yeah, that's home. right. <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah. don't even worry about it. It doesn't yeah. matter. Right, it doesn't matter. Just, yeah. um, I don't know. It's all frustrating. And I heard that there's a new lamb mm-hmm. 
sus. Some lambda variant now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, I had a a, a, a gyro gyro joke when you <laughs> said lambda. Zadiki uh, sauce and everything. It's, uh, we'll just keep moving. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, this thing's gonna be around. Gonna be around. It's gonna mutate and mutate again and again and. But anyway, good news to come out of that. Friend of the podcast, Justin, won North yeah, Carolina. That's funniest. right. The guy, yeah. the guy who won the comedy show. Yeah, was our was our friend that we've had on, uh, telling us about Denver and all the spooky shit going on out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was Justin on the, Scranton. Yeah, yeah. Very funny dude. Officially, and well, well deserved. Current funniest man in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. As is, uh, as on a podcast called Conspiracy Beer Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to go back and listen to our Denver Airport episode. That was fascinating stuff. Yeah, terrifyingly yeah. fascinating. Yes. Yeah. All right, but we've got some we've got some voicemails. I think let's hopefully the internet gods let us play them this time. Okay, let's go. I'm gonna play this one, and everybody listening, let me know if you can hear it. And away we go. Hey guys, this is Joe from Tampa. Uh, so Marcus, Steve, and Jeffrey, um, question for y'all: What would be your dream car? Like the number one car you would not only just have in your like garage, but something you would actually drive around. I'd love to hear your answers. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Great question, um, Jeff. I'll let you go first. You're the, you're the car guy. Oh man. That's a it's it's tough. I, I, I it's like it's always a cop out answer, and I always feel like I have to explain myself. But like picking my favorite of anything is the hardest thing in the world because there's so many different. Like, how do you pick just one? I love all. I love all the cars. I love. Okay. A guy. A guy holds a gun to your head and he goes, <laughs> "You get one free car, motherfucker. Pick, <laughs> pick one." Um. Or else I'm just gonna leave. Or else I'm gonna suck your dick. <laughs> no, like, every, everyone always has this scenario. It's like someone's like, you gotta suck a dick. Someone's got a gun to your head. Yeah. You know, whatever. This is <laughs> the weirdest <laughs> threat with the weirdest <laughs> ultimatum. I get a blowjob and a free car. Okay, Sign okay. me up. It's opposite day, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, probably, uh, probably seventy-seven. Bronco, because the 77s had the Dana 44 in the front and the 9-inch in the rear. And the OJ in the And car. the OJ in the shotgun. Um, There's a knife. You can, do, you can do a Cummins 4BT swap in those where you put a little baby diesel and you take out the, the Ford gas motor and you put, a little, you put a little baby diesel in there and it still mates up. You can get a, a, a thing that mates up to, a, I think, a ZF transmission what like was the transmission that was in the mustangs around that time it, it's it's a bit of an ordeal but it, i think at the end you end up with a really nice truck uh uncut rear fenders like a three inch lift nothing crazy not like still daily drivable but you know leave it as stock as possible something that you can take the top off probably mm. probably that so no tan lines no tan lines uh-uh not in these no sir mm-hmm <laughs> It's good. It's good. Yeah. Nice. It, dude. It's interesting how the question changes. If you if someone forced you to get a free car, yeah, versus your favorite, I think I'd have a different answer. Right. Oh, really? 
Oh yeah, shit! Oh, now I'm wondering. Did I did I hear what was it? Was it your favorite or free? Yeah, just your favorite. Your favorite. Yeah. Mark said free, and that's interesting, right? Oh well, because then oh. you go. Well, I would assume you'd pick your favorite, right? I don't know. I might just pick one with the highest value if it was free. Well, yeah. And well, this, but like the God, this guy with the cost, gun is like, God damn it. Like the operating cost of a of a like a supercar or something, like the cost of ownership of that is would way offset the freeness of the car. Okay. But I want I want the highest end mobile home that exists, you know? Something that could I could live in, something that uh Well that would be that but I know you and that would be your dream car, right? <laughs> like you know, a mobile home that Bill Gates would buy or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because you you want to travel around and cook methamphetamines with your your young former student, right? <laughs> well, yeah, we can edit that part out. But yeah, that I want to do that. But I favorite. I mean, the other side of me says, "Oh, Tesla. I can I can take a nap on the road. I don't have to be awake for the whole thing. I can just get in there and curl up in the back and say." Take take me here, you know. Did you guys see that video of the Tesla going down the street in uh, London, and it, one of its wings was up, and I guess it was on auto or whatever, and it just fucking like the the wing totally got caught on the front of the bus Ooh. and just smashed smashed open. I did not see that. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, so Tesla. Both yeah. you guys. Yeah. Hmm. I I think I think I'm in the same boat as you, Stephen. Where it's like I travel a decent amount. The only the only hiccup I have is like when I am driving those long car rides. It is you got to stop at a place and charge it, which is fine. You know, if you got I I would like a Tesla. That's really cool. But just for the sake of saying something different, we were looking at cars before. I I don't know. I'm not a car guy. I don't know how much cars cost. But I did see a commercial with Matthew McConaughey in a car. It's a cool okay. looking car, ain't and it? I, and I found out it was too expensive for us. But the mere fact of in my head for such a long time, I was like, I want to get a Lincoln Navigator. And just because when I would be in that car, I would act like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> the whole time. And there would be nothing more Lincoln than when I drive Navigator. that thing everywhere. <laughs> So, Lincoln Navigator for me. Okay. All right. Wow. A good question. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and you know, I would, I, I would actually be open uh, to converting. The Teslas are very cool. Teslas are, are very cool. They're not the only game in town when it comes to electric cars or self-driving. There's other options. They get the most attention. Yeah. There's, right. there's other people doing it. But I would also, there's also companies out there that are retrofitting classic cars with electric setups Ooh. i would be open to converting the bronco to electric oh yeah yeah okay wow that'd be that'd be tight yeah be tight as fuck that's awesome um okay joe from tampa thank you very much for for the the call the message i hope that uh answered your question got one i, I don't want to read too far ahead but here we go let's listen to, listen to this hey guys uh yeah, first time caller, so unto you as well, pleasant shits and cum. Hopefully, I, I hopefully I did that right. Anyways, had an awkward encounter in the bathroom. Guy heard my business 
and then wanted to chit chat about it. No. And I panicked as I typically do and stayed completely silent, which made it even worse. (laughs) (laughs) What's y'all's bathroom etiquette? I I don't feel that I'm in the wrong, but I'm still pretty shaken up about the, uh, the silence. Love you guys. Oh, Oh, I, I want to hear more of this story. Yeah. I would love to, for you to call in and with a part two. Yes. I want to hear part two, but the great intro on your call, by the way, and sorry for your inconvenience. That's yes. that is terrifying. Yes, shouldn't come to you too. Um, yeah. This yeah. is S and C. I completely know what you mean. This is terrifying. I mean, did this happen to you one time? No, and and may it not ever. But but sitting there and being talked to while you're on the toilet, I I probably would have done the same thing. I would have stayed silent. Yeah, I want to hear the rest of the story, but choosing to stay silent is is weird, right? If if a per if you're talking to a person and they they see you, you can't really do that, right? You kind of also have to say something back or say, "Oh no, thank you," and then leave or whatever. Yeah, but silence. The I, only under- is- I understand why, right? You just want the person yeah. to leave. You're you're not a you're not really in there. Maybe. <laughs> I mean. See, let me ask you guys this. This brings up a good topic. Let's take in, let's let's say you're taking an ass in public, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys do anything if someone comes in the bathroom? You're the only one in the bathroom. If someone comes in the bathroom, do you make it be known that you're in the bathroom? Right? Do you guys do that? Do you guys just get a little? <clears throat> it, it depends on how big the public bathroom is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if there are other shitters in there, like yeah. let's say it's a, an airport or something. Right. No, there's 40 places to shit. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I, I think I have a repeating dream of a, a bathroom that I hate where it's like there's a bunch of stalls. I go in there. Every There's something wrong with each stall. I can never find the perfect stall. One of them has too short of a door. One of them has too high of a door. One of them's got too much <laughs> space on one side. You know, one of them's full, one's too dirty, and it's like I have to go to the bathroom, and no perfect stall exists. Wow, I've had that nightmare a bunch of times. <laughs> I think if there's more people, I will go ahead and make noise to blend in with the crowd. If if it's if it's a single stall and then single piss urinal, I think I will try to stay hidden. Mm-hmm. Because I assume that they're coming in just to pee, mm-hmm. but then I then I'm screwed if the guy jiggles the handle on the stall, because now I have to say something. Well, I think he knows. There's an indication. He's not like, "What? This won't open." <laughs> <laughs> Tries to keep pulling and yanking. Maybe open. it's stuck. <laughs> at that point, I'll, I'll maybe I'll crawl underneath. At that point, I might like you know pull down on the paper dispenser or something loudly or jiggly to try and make it sound like yeah there is someone in here instead of saying something right you know i've always done uh, a throat clear even though i've never had to do do that but i always go <clears throat> okay you so i cleared my throat you know i'm here i know you're in here that's, that's leave me good. alone that's that's pretty good um but wow let's uh probably better than an ass clear but yeah Mm. Yeah, I can't. 
Best place to uh, take a shit in public, by the way, is Barnes and Noble. That's my go-to. Oh, really? Oh, why, yeah. Why that place? Do they even oh, exist just, anymore? Oh, always clean. If I mm-hmm. I am out in public, I look for a Barnes and Noble. Really? Okay. You you put yes. in your GPS Barnes and Noble and go. Yeah, uh, I have I have been in different like like if I'm traveling or something and I know where Barnes and Noble is, I will go there. I will drive miles out of my way to go into okay. a Barnes and Noble. Interesting. Uh, I I think it's probably pretty well known at this point that my default is to never make myself uh, my presence known. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. In any social situation, and also also when people, I think people are at their most interesting when they uh, don't know that somebody when they think that they're alone, watching them in their natural form. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's when you really get the most interesting stories. Uh, also, I, I feel like as a society, you know, we, I've seen stories about like North Americans are the most uh, like chatty and like talk to strangers and everything. And I get that. That's fine. That's that's how we are. But also like not in the bathroom. Don't do no. it in the bathroom. No. Like the bathroom. No, no. That's that's weird. That's the 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 per in this situation, the person that came in and was like starting to, to gab especially like at the at the sink two people washing their hands maybe absolutely maybe but that's where i thought this took place um, am i assuming did you guys hear that it was in in the stall i i'm 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 pretty uh the guy okay so the 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 the, the person the stranger was prompted by the sound of this caller's business happening okay yeah that's that's fucking weird Right. Dude, that is that is weird. But yeah, let's talk let's talk about the silence part because like he said, like the funny thing he said, he goes, I thought just saying being silent would just be fine and it made it more awkward. I mean, is this guy like persisting? And he's like, you know, I said <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is he keeping going with it? I mean, you could just you know, he could be like, oh, maybe he's I I think and and I don't think he left a name. I think the caller in that instance was leading by example and mm-hmm. staying the course. You don't talk uh-huh. right. to other people yeah. unless it's an emergency situation. When you're taking a shit in public, that's so weird. Like yeah, no. The the only reason would be my phone's dead and I need someone else to dial nine one one. Exactly. Me. Yeah. Everything Perfect. just fell <laughs> out into the can. Please help. Mm-hmm. Yes. Happened to me. Got a red phone. Can happen to you. Yeah. Um. Wow. And Thank and I get it. It, oh. it is confusing because I also stand by that like farts are always funny, mm-hmm. and a lot of farts happen in the bathroom when all this stuff is going on. So it, I'm sure. Yeah, probably some people think, "Hey, a fart. Let's talk about that funny thing that just happened." Not now. Not now. Yeah. 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 Just going. Uh, Someone at my age going into a random bathroom at some restaurant, going to take a piss. If I hear a fart happen, I'm going to crack a smile no matter what. Sure. I've heard thousands of them in my lifetime, but that still happens. Okay, There's no way you can take that away from me. And don't even try to. <laughs> don't, don't try to. Peel that from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> cold, dead ass. Mm. Dead ass. No cap. No cap. Uh, Thank you for the call. 
Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, again, yeah. no, no, no name, but thank you. Thanks for sharing a personal story. That's oh man, yeah. Just just the silence. I I think I might have done the same. The silence seems like the way to go, and then you're in there for a little bit longer, and you're like, well, it's too late <laughs> to respond. But silence was the way to go. It might have it might have felt weird, but I think it would have been weirder if you would have had uh, more of a conversation. Yeah, I I, w- I would not talk back and if and if you forced me to if there's a guy coming under the stall with a gun pointed at me i would put in my phone text to robot voice and then have (laughs) that play my response i would not speak back no now another confusing wrinkle in all of this is all of these rules go are right out the window if both of the people involved have been drinking even Mm. in the slightest it's any it's who knows at that point it's it's completely different yeah and i'd love to sit here and tell you how i would have reacted but it's the same thing as like you don't know how you're it's fight or flight you don't know how you're going to react exactly yeah when I, I can, that you get put in that situation it's it thank you thank you for reminding me of that it is very easy to sit here and and sound talk like a tough guy a bathroom <laughs> tough guy and <laughs> all right do we sound like bathroom tough guys we do that's that's always been our stance and our platform here on the show yeah bathroom tough guys but you know out in out in the real world who knows we're just yeah we're people uh you got you guys got time for one more okay sure yeah do one more hey guys i'm gabby from fort worth texas i've been watching your channel for about two years now and I just caught up to the podcast episode where you talk about what you would do with a quote of yourself. I just wanted to say, kind of disappointed that none of you said you would suck your own dicks. Anyways, <laughs> I have a tough question for you. My question is, what is the hardest decision you had to make? I recently had to give away both of my dogs because my two-year-old son is a large pet dander. So long story and how I got to this point, but it was one of the hardest decisions I had to make. Either let him suffer until he grows out of his skin condition, or let my kid be happy and let my best friends go. Anyways, thanks for all the hard work you guys put into your content. It's truly really inspiring, even if it's all about shit and come. Bye. <laughs> Gabby, bless. <laughs> bless you so much. Bless um, you. Yeah, that is... Wow. Uh, First of all, I'm going to say I, I didn't think about doing that with a clone because so why do that with a clone if you can do it in real life, you know? <laughs> wait a second. That's oh, right. Hold on now. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, moving you on. You need a clone to suck your own dick. No, but it makes it easier. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it much easier. Gabby, um, that's something I only think about, but I don't say out loud. Um, a, a friend of mine yeah. <laughs> told me, and I think it applies to this as well, but but he, he told me this when we were very young in reference to another like dirty, gross kind of guy thing um, in the same vein. If you say you do, you're gross. If you say you don't, you're a liar. So, you know, it's just best not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, That's why we don't talk about it. We don't. We <laughs> never yeah. will. Um. So what was uh, it broke up a little bit right when she was talking? So What's the question she had to give 
Yeah, it sounds like her, I think her two-year-old developed some some pet dander allergies and she had to give away the kid. Give away the kid. Yeah. yeah. Let me go back and look at it. I, that may, that seems, dogs. She had to give away the dogs. Dogs. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Glad we went back to look at that one. Um, Jesus, I don't know that I've ever had to ha- had any decision that that difficult. Yeah, that's very unfortunate and sorry. Yeah, yeah, super sorry about that. Same. I have I've heard of people obviously being in this situation. You got a dog for a while, you have a kid and it's like, "Up, oh, kid's allergic to that animal." And then you go, "I got to give my animal away that I've had for a couple years." Hmm. And the animal doesn't understand. Just like, "Well, what whoa, what what the fuck?" But yeah, either someone you know maybe that can foster or get a place that has a yard and then he becomes an outside dog. Uh, what else can you do? I don't know if there's much else. Saran yes. wrap the dogs. Very tough situation. Keep yeah. all that dander in Saran there. Saran wrap. Uh, um, man, I, yeah, I, the good thing, good news is, you know, those dogs will more than likely end up in a loving home and dogs, I feel like have unlimited amounts of love to give and they're happy, loving somebody else just as much as they loved you. So, yeah, you could give it to someone, interview them, and then if they're close by, you could be like, "Oh, I can visit hopefully whenever." Yeah. I'm sure there's Sounds like the that sounds like she already made her decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I know. I, I hope just... she's not listening to this but like, "Fuck, why didn't I think of that?" No, yeah, I'm just thinking about other stuff you could do cuz yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would not like that. Yeah, unfortunately, I've I've Fortunately, I have not been in that situation. That's that's a nightmare. Yeah. Let me. I mean, but, uh, the question is, what is the hardest? What is the hardest decision that we've ever had to make? Oh, hardest decision you ever had to make. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and that was that was, I guess, the what prompted her to ask that her decision or her, her having to make that decision is. Mm. This one's this one's deep. It is. It it really is. Yeah. <clears throat> Do remember breaking up with someone in the college days that I wish I hadn't have done that. Hmm. Very difficult decision. That's one of them that comes to mind. Um, but yeah, shit and come. That's that's life. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, it's nothing you can do now. Just uh, we. All I thought we from... we almost had a heartfelt moment. <laughs> have you listened? And to then you just. As a man does, blocks it off with shit and cum. <laughs> you know, uh, bury those feelings we deep all... down inside. And let us let us know if you want a shit and cum T-shirts. We're coming out with those. Are we? Oh, we should. Yeah. <laughs> no one would leave their house with that. <laughs> no one. Would. Maybe maybe we could just have S and C on it, and people will know. Um, or or yeah, or just the emojis, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Thing. Or the emojis. Um, damn. Shit. What's the hardest the decision? Yeah, yeah, the plus. Plus, and then... Ooh, uh, those two emojis. Sorry, we're getting off topic here. Uh, those two emojis plus each other equals, and then our... Our, our logo. <laughs> logo. Okay. I love it. Please, if you buy one of those shirts, only wear it at home. Do not go out. <laughs> because this is just an inside joke. 
for you guys. We don't want to actually advertise with that kind of I think I think it's too late. <laughs> I think it's cut off with it. The horse yeah. is out of the barn on that one. Use the shirt to I don't know, shit on it, come on it, whatever. <laughs> like Jesus. a shirt as your cum rag. Yeah, please. Um Jeff, what's the toughest decision you've ever had to make? I man, I uh, I'm probably answering this question. <laughs> I think it, it may be. It, it, I, yeah. And like I'm sure I've had tough decisions, but I I don't know that I've like I have one that sticks out the most, like one like clear winner mm-hmm. amongst tough decisions. Yeah, if you're a very indecisive person, this could be it, this could be really hard. Like, geez, I can't remember the last time I had a decision I felt good about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even even easy decisions are tough. For us, I mean, we all we were all in Vegas one time, Jesus standing Christ. on the casino on the casino floor of the place we were staying, and we were like, "Do you guys want to go to the Grand Canyon?" And literally, I think we stood there for at least an hour, it was, debating if we should go or not. It was somebody, somebody posed the question, and then immediately cut to one of those time lapses where we stood still on the casino floor. And then thousands of other people rushed by us, like the sun went yeah. through the sky, <laughs> like it became nighttime. And then somebody else went, "Yeah, sure, I guess." <laughs> and then it was too late. And, and then it was too late go. to go. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, "Well, it's a, it's, the opportunity has passed now." So, yeah, yeah I uh, every <laughs> correct every decision I make is difficult. I an uh, analysis paralysis is a real thing for me. I I don't know, but I mean uh, emotionally difficult, like like Gabby's talking about. Um, I'm sure there is stuff. Um, well, you know, I'm not even. I was gonna say I'm sure there's stuff around like my dad and like that whole time, but like who knows? Like I I don't I didn't have to decide anything about like that. So it was just happening, and I was there experiencing it. Like I didn't have any decisions to make. Like I, I've never think whatever had to like put down a pet or anything and make that decision um mm-hmm. uh, like f- maybe fortunately like i've just been observing like never had to be like really involved with the decision making of like really tough shit in my life like that like it's just been happening and i've been experiencing it i don't know yeah Last in the in the chat what do you want for dinner jeff don't fucking know man i don't i don't Great. know i eat that's why i eat Dustin. everything because i don't want to decide I'll eat if it's food. <laughs> and if it's not food, if you don't want to eat tonight, that's fine also. I'll just have a soda <laughs> or something maybe. Yeah, that's that's funny. We were out to breakfast not too long ago and the waiter asked me what I wanted and I go, Dana, what do I what do I normally get here? What's what's the thing that, that you know that I like that I don't know? <laughs> um Yeah, I guess toughest decision would be yeah, I had to I had to put down my dog, Zeus. That was tough because they like, you you hate it, but also he's had a I mean it was like he's been through a lot and then I'm carrying him up and down stairs just to go outside. It's like three stairs and he he wasn't getting aroused by it at all. So, <laughs> I was like, "Well, this is this isn't working." <laughs> um no, but uh what's that word again? Um fuck climacophobia yeah okay um so yeah i would say that that's that was the toughest one because i he was 14 and he survived so much he had two acl surgeries um we had radiation 
um, for cancer in his leg. So we, he went through a lot and he hung around until just after our second kid was born and then had a, uh, a sharp decline. Like it was almost like he was hanging. I mean, again, he wouldn't walk up and down stairs to go outside to the bathroom yet. Dana would walk upstairs pregnant and he's going up after her just to be by her side. So yeah, that was tough. That was the toughest decision by far. Yeah. This question. Thank you, Gabby. This very, yeah. uh, this question is my toughest decision ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah. The call Be back with more episode one Oh two next week. Um, no, but yeah, thank yeah, thank you everybody for for the calls. We've we've still got more. Um, we'll try to keep we'll keep chipping away at them. I went through, guys. I went through and I did a little cleanup work on the on the old mailbox. And also, for people listening, if maybe you don't feel like uh, you want to leave a voicemail, I believe you can leave a text message at that at that number as well. There you go. Our, nice. Our voicemail box. I don't know if that's. Uh, possibly less expensive for international people. Mm. You want to text us a question? You can do that too. So we're we're I'm trying. We're trying to get through these. We're trying to answer these questions. We Perfect. appreciate all of them. Yes. Thanks very much, everybody. Yeah. But I believe now it's time for a song from Brian, and I'll let Mark say his last name. You heard what I said, <laughs> <laughs> Brian from. Brian underscore songs. Yeah, hold on. Let me make sure I got this right. Yeah, Brian underscore songs on Instagram. Brian Killing. 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 Brian, without further ado, special musical guest, Brian Killing. bother trying to lay in bed The study cracked walls you've already read You might as well try surviving a crash In a forest with a never dull axe Hunting ghosts with the gist proof light and Shit kicking in your first bar fight Getting burned by an android team Science talking about suck machines While the world's missing the sun Even the dark clouds are on the run A tale of escape uploads and unfolds You're so excited it's just begun You shit and come Reviving leaders of your favorite cult Killing friends in the No Pants Club Swinging brides off a penthouse roof Or finding uncles in the darkness of rooms Delayed reporting live on Mars Deaf and blind on a haunted farm Offer beers to an undead chick Houston, this is one flat bitch of a world Missing the sun even the dark clouds are on the run You shit and escape of loads and of foes You're so excited, it's just begun In a world